Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Ben Hayes. Morning, everybody. Hope we're well. Um, we're going to obviously continue with our Acts series. Uh, and with the sound of the East Enders drums from yesterday's ending still ringing in our ears, we find ourselves in Sanhedrin as Paul is staring down the Pharisees and Sadducees. And as the dust settles, we read, starting at verse 5. Paul replied, Brothers, I did not realise that he was the high priest, for it is written, Do not speak evil about the ruler of your people. Then Paul, knowing that some of them were Sadducees and others Pharisees, called out in the Sanhedrin, My brothers, I am a Pharisee, descended from Pharisees. I stand on trial because of the hope of the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dispute broke out between them, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. The Sadducees say there is no resurrection, and that there are neither angels nor spirits, but the Pharisees believe all these things. Paul has just insulted the high priest Ananias and he finds himself in an even stickier position than before. As Jamie pointed out yesterday, he didn't realise who he was talking to. Now, we don't know for sure if Paul knew who he was talking to and if his response was innocent, as most scholars believe, or if his response was with a hint of sarcasm, knowing Ananias' track record. Either way, Paul levels with them and he says something that's a little bit more to the Pharisees' liking as he quotes scripture. Exodus 22, to be precise, he quotes the law. Do not blaspheme God or curse the ruler of your people. Jamie mentioned yesterday that Paul, he respects the office, if not the office holder. So this can be seen as maybe a bit of an apology. Paul continues in verse six by saying that he is a Pharisee, descended from Pharisees. If you remember, that was his old life. And by quoting the law at them, relating to them, this maybe is a bid to get in their good books. But what happens next is as scandalous as calling the high priest a whitewashed wall. Paul goes on to explain why he believes he's there in verse 6. It continues, I stand on trial because of the hope of the resurrection of the dead. Right, so let's just back up slowly. Who's in the room? You've got the Pharisees. They believe in resurrection, even if they didn't accept Jesus' resurrection. Uh, and we learn in verse 8 that they also believe in angels and spirits. And who else is there? The Sadducees. Well, they didn't believe in any of that stuff. Uh, that's what made them sad, you see. So when Paul mentions this, the two parties who were united in their uproar against him, uh, and in, uh, who up, uh, united in the uproar against him and his words in the chapter before, they're suddenly divided. Christ or religion can sometimes cause division and create opposition. It's one of those topics, along with politics, that you don't mention when at the dinner party. But Paul stands unashamedly and he tells the Sanhedrin that he has hope in the resurrection of the dead. He has hope in Jesus. I don't know where your hope is today. We're in our second week of lockdown too. People are bulk buying again and suddenly things like flour and pasta are the most valuable things in society. Is your hope overflowing or is it hanging on by a thread? 
We are to, as, as the banner outside of church says, not lose heart when we face trials. We are called to stand firm in Christ in the face of opposition. Uh, remember Daniel, he faced all sorts of opposition from the Babylonians, the Medes, the Persians, yet he stood firm in God, trusted him, he was obedient to him, he never wavered. Is that our response today? In the West, we don't face opposition like many of our brothers and sisters across the world, but that doesn't mean we don't face it, it just looks slightly different. However, one thing that we have in common, one thing that can unite us, is our response to opposition. When we feel hard pressed, do we turn to God in prayer? Do we remember his promises? And do we draw from heroes like Paul? Or do we look for a solution in our own strength and try and control the situation? I know that I fall into the latter category more often than I'd like to admit. So what can we do in times of opposition? What can we do? How can we be like Paul? Well, we can, uh, we can respond um, by investing in our relationship with Christ. We can read his word. We can pray. We can continue to tune in with HDC Daily, not out of religious duty, but out of love for Christ, who is our hope. We can do it out of surrender, knowing that we need and depend on God. By marinating in God's word, we will then carry the aroma of Christ. It will be on us and we will not cower in the face of opposition, but boast in the hope that we have. Amen. Amen. Today on HDC Daily, we prayed for ourselves um, as each one of us invests in our relationship with Christ. Uh, we prayed for our church that we would unashamedly declare that we have a hope and his name is Jesus. And then we prayed for our brothers and sisters in the persecuted church that they would stand firm in Christ, our hope.